Do you want me to start it up? Yeah, you're okay. the you're the quarterback. <laughs> okay. I don't even it. know what a quarterback does. <laughs> I feel like I should have a cigarette in my hand. <laughs> we'll have my legs crossed, one arm on the chair. I could have brought a. I should yeah, spin around or something. I got a oh. joint if you want to smoke a joint. <laughs> 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 Life was like a box of chocolates. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. What am I going to do with a gun rack? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Well, hello. Hey. You're listening to the (laughs) Honey Wagon Podcast. I love it. I'm Andy. Who are I'm, you? I'm Rich. <laughs> Who are you? you? Lou <laughs> is here as well. Andy, Rich, and Lou. We are... Uh, Maiden Voyage. Yeah. Three nerds in a room. In a corner, actually. Um, I'm right near the heater, so I'm like heating up over here. How are oh, you yeah. guys doing? I'm okay. I'm toasty. I'm, I'm quite comfortable. I'm loving this chair quite a bit. It is super, super nice. Uh, we are here. To talk about something that we equally love a lot, and that's movies. Love movies. Love movies. We're here to, to do a podcast where we're talking about movies pretty much every week. But I think what's really neat is we're not professionals at all in, in the film <laughs> no. industry. Which I think they'll learn yeah. from listening to us. <laughs> exactly. We just love movies. Yeah. Three movie lovers uh, and three fans of podcasting, which is everyone's doing a podcast now, which is really mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. And I think it's kind of just a good way to for people to stay, get together, whether it's just kind of venting outside of their, their regular kind of zone and talking about stuff that they're really passionate about. Yeah. And in this case, we're not kind of coming at it with that just like, oh, that very overwhelming (laughs) super bloggy kind of vibe more than that too we're not like posh like up on this pedestal like looking down on all these you know Mm -hmm. film sewer rats oh one day (laughs) we might be looking down at those sewer rats are we the sewer rats I guess (laughs) maybe who knows I think we are the sewer rats there's nothing that we're like we'll see any type of movie it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter there's nothing that we won't see for the most part there's some things I won't see (laughs) but some things you can see just looking at it and be like oh that looks horrible I'm not wasting my money on that stuff like that so but Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll watch anything horror movie action drama whatever doesn't matter sci-fi we're into all of that. Love sci-fi. And I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. yeah. But also, I think something that kind of, in these like few, like these meetings that we've been having, is that we are also um, kind of very blunt about our thoughts on film. So <laughs> blunt. I think people will appreciate that. Hopefully. It's like when you, you know, uh, when you hear about these restaurants, uh, you know, we're all based in Toronto. So when you hear about these restaurants, you finally go to the restaurant and you're like, who reviewed this place? And right. what are you reviewing? That kind of thing. And for me, I want an honest review. Right. I want people to be straight up. Don't you know? Walk around the bush. Just give it to me straight. And that's that's a review. Yeah, don't I bullshit appreciate. me, basically. Yeah. Don't bullshit me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No BS. Yeah. And we can curse. <laughs> should <laughs> we uh, want to. should we explain why the honey wagon? Yeah. Go with it. Okay, so the honey wagon. Um, <laughs> on on the on the note of no bullshit and 
Now let's break that down to just shit. Um, <laughs> we talk shit about movies, and the Honey Wagon is, you know, in the film industry, was uh, a trailer back then. It was a trailer that had multiple doors, and behind each door was a toilet. It was the crapper for, for actors and filmmakers. And nowadays, the Honey Wagon's a trailer with multiple doors, but they're used for offices and dressing rooms and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Kudos to go. Lou. We don't have any trailers to speak of. <laughs> we are not housed not in a trailer right now. We don't live in a trailer, but we are here in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited because I think we've just come through a nice kind of season of films. It's very pre-Oscar. We're just about to jump Ooh. into this month yes. where it's... Right. This is the last... This is the last game, right? Yeah, and just for anybody listening, for posterity's sake, it's New Year's Eve Eve, basically. Eve, yeah. yeah. New End Year's... of the decade. Yeah. We, which we're kind of late to do a podcast. It was funny you were talking about it. I'm like, oh my goodness, it took us. Podcasting's been around for what, like 15 years? Right. We're finally getting to it. 2020, guys. I think people are, I think this is like, I feel like in the last, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, last three or four years, that's when it's really started to take off mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a crazy level. Where, okay, I'm listening to a pod- Not only are people, they have three or four favorite podcasts, but they're into podcasts with their one or two podcasts with their friends on different stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, and it's kind of like if we can go into a little, a little spiel about media, but it's almost like this is the new thing where the content you're creating it at home. Like you're, you're taking it in from like people who are doing it independently. And you're also like, you know what? I am really interested in creating this stuff myself, which is kind of far out. But, uh, um, Richard, you're talking off air about, okay, so it's the end of the decade. Right. Quickly sort yeah. of jump back into it. And you, you know, I guess the first topic that we can jump into is this list of top 10, or is it top 10 or just best films? Of the, it's just of best the films. Decade? I'm not sure how many films he has on here. We're talking about Richard Krauss uh, from CTV. So he has his movie reviews, short little blurb of each film um, for the best films of the decade. And he did them in alphabetical order. So I thought it'd be cool for our first conversation. And we will in the future be talking about films that we haven't even seen yet. And we'll hopefully get to see. And there'll be a lot of films that probably will be a lot of, oh, my God, I can't believe they haven't seen that. We're just regular folks that love to see movies, but we can't see every single movie. We're definitely not film critics that it's our job to go see movies every week. So we are open to suggestion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we're hoping people that are listening to us that haven't seen these movies that we haven't Mm -hmm. seen will watch that movie with us and then hear our conversation about it after we've all seen a movie that we haven't seen. Just for an example, for everyone out there, for Andrika, she's never seen Die Hard. We're going to say that. I'm just saying. It's Christmas time. It's a Christmas you movie. You guys are going to be my <laughs> biggest um, judgmental people in my life for just all the movies I haven't seen. And you know what? That's a It's a big list. And only here. Look, I will confess. Only in 2019, I finally watched The Godfather. Only part one. Yeah. I can't be totally judgmental on you for that because it, I didn't see it for the first time until about 15 years ago. Something like okay. that. So way after the fact of it being out and it always being on every single list of best film of all time I know. and all that. So, yeah, I can't exactly I can judge you a bit because I saw it before I, you. I know. But that's yeah. one of those films, too, when you tell people you haven't seen it, they're like, what's, jaws dropped. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you watch Jaws? Speaking of Jaws dropping. I've <laughs> I've seen it a while ago, but it's one of those movies I want to rewatch. Yeah. It's been too long. Do you find that Jaws is a film that you really have to take in during the summer? No. Oh, is, that, is, the that beach? A, is that a purely all-season film? <laughs> I think so. I think it's a movie that can be appreciated any time of the year. It is the first summer blockbuster film, so to speak. People I always guess, look yeah. at that as yeah. the first film that came out in summer and just did gangbuster numbers. But um, you could watch that in the wintertime. That's yeah. so something you would say. That's such a food-related thing. Like, <laughs> I, I do... can only have soup in the winter. No. Which uh, is accurate soups, I like cold soups during the summer. Oh, like a nice Korean cold noodle soup. Okay, but, okay. But come on, like there are movies that it's like okay, like Die Hard is Die or Christmas Hard's movies. Really okay, during the winter, right? Right, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. There, there, I've seen so many debates online over this holiday season that's just passed. Is, is it a, a Christmas movie or not? Like people are really debating that online. I've only ever, I've never seen it, but I've only heard it as a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas, it takes right? Place during Christmas. It's all Christmas, man. It's ho ho ho. I have a gun now too. The whole nine. <laughs> come on, man. It's like, it, what's the uh, line? It's a uh, yippee-ki-yay, <laughs> motherfucker. No, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> uh, let me just go back to Jaws for a second because when you watch, okay, let's say we're watching Jaws right now, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's the summertime, everybody's on the beach, the sharks are biting everyone, and you look outside <laughs> and the weather's a little colder. There's there's no chance of any sharks being out there. Not sure. that you want to want to get bitten, right. but just the fact that it could happen and the movie will instill you with that type of fear. It's kind of cool. Something Though we don't, have to do, we don't have to deal with sharks in Lake Ontario. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if I was living in California, I would think it's a scary It'd movie. A scary I never, movie. I never thought that. Like, it falls in the horror kind of yeah, genre. Sharks but... have never been a threat for Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I was just never scared of it. Like, this is what people are scared of. Right. Sharks. Yeah. Same with aliens. I don't really get that. Aliens is a spooky movie. Wait, Aliens the film oh, or just the creatures? The creatures. The ETs. The ETs, yeah. So was E.T. a horror? No, what was that? That was a family drama, right? It was right? a sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. Well, maybe not a fantasy. But yeah, for kids. It was PG. It was rated PG when it came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you want to get into these uh, films of the decade? We've definitely been talking about films from another decade. <laughs> right. <laughs> but let's jump in. Okay, so it's the end of the year. This is uh, Richard Krauss from CTV's uh, list of the best films of the decade. Probably a good chance I haven't seen most of these films. So right. we'll see. Yeah, probably. Like for me too. He puts them in alphabetical yeah. order. Yeah. So the first film is 12 Years a Slave. Steve McQueen, 2013. Classic. Yeah. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. Never seen it. Always wanted to. 2013, I must say, just like very quickly, I'm looking back, past mm-hmm. 10 years, was one of the best years, I think. Because that was that year, it was at TIFF, and all of these movies came out, and they were all grabbing those Oscar nominations. Right. It was a big year. Yeah. Although the movie to stand out for me that year was Prisoners. Prisoners. Oh, so good. That came out in 2013 as well. I wonder if that's on this list. Well, we'll I see. Wonder. It's alphabetical. So I did see 12 Years a Slave. I thought it was great. Yeah. It's just one of those movies that I think you only need to watch it once. Mm. I don't... I, it was not a movie that I was like, you know what, I'm going to get the DVD when it comes out. Or mm. like, I'm going to want to watch this again. It's really... a hard movie to get through which mm-hmm. i think you will love it andrika because uh yeah. you just mm. you know you just love disturbing depressing i love unhappy endings <laughs> well then <I'm... laughs> there you go you'll love 12 years a slave because i want it to be tr- true to life and right. i've heard that about 12 years a slave uh a lot of people have told me that it's hard to watch some people have said it that is. they felt like they wanted to leave the theater 
And I love that because I think that that is the power of film to make it. If you can hit the inside, like my heart and make me feel pain and discomfort or like whatever or disgust. I love it. Yeah, I want you will to love feel 12 that. Years of and also the acting is just yeah, top out notch. of this world. Yeah. Like it's an all-star cast. Uh, Lupita, Paul Dano. Uh, um, Fassbender's in Benedict there. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Like, Paul Dano's cow, in that yeah. movie? He's, Brad Pitt is no, in there as well. He's, he's in, in Prisoners. Prisoners. He's in Prisoners. And no. he's, he's uh, an evil son of a bitch in that he, movie. Yeah. He is one of the best actors of this decade, I think. Underrated. I would agree with you a thousand percent. Here's a question. Let's rank really powerful, depressing movies. <laughs> Would you consider that the Schindler's List of the 2010s? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Again, I try to avoid depressing movies sometimes. <laughs> if I know it's going to absolutely depress me, I have to be in the mood to watch it. Actually, I went on a date to see 12 Years a Slave. Not a good date movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... Put that out like there. Like a first date? Yeah, it was a first date. No. And we wanted to go see it, and we went and saw it, and we just came out of the theater like, ugh. That's actually like the Seinfeld scenario where <laughs> yeah. Jerry, uh, they go watch, with the girls Schindler's go to watch Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. And they're, they're just making out there in the movie. movie. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what'd you think of the movie? Yeah, it went by really fast. <laughs> what'd you think of the black and white? Oh, I didn't really notice. <laughs> <laughs> Want to move on to the next film? Next mm-hmm. here on the list is Before Midnight. Richard Linklater, 2013 again. It's obviously a good year, as mm-hmm. you were saying, Andy. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Me neither. It's Have you seen any of these uh, before films? I've never seen the part of this trilogy. Like, right. I know some of Linklater's films, but those ones I've always... Uh, it's Again, the, the idea behind it is so cool, and I guess he also kind of took on that task with uh, boy. Boyhood. Yeah. Or is it Boyhood? Boyhood, yeah. yeah. Boyhood. Oh, rolling boy. my eyes. You're rolling your eyes at Boyhood. I just was thinking about Boyhood the other day. And, like, I, I respect the concept, but I think the concept is what a lot of people get distracted by, which is they followed an actual... Uh, now, it's not based on a true story, but no. it's a fictional story. They followed um, a cast members throughout yeah. a, a long span Over of the time. course of um, 12 years. 12 years. Over the course of 12 years. And have, you, uh, have you seen it, Lou? Uh, chunks of it. Not all of it. Okay. You were there, no? Did I watch it? I might have fallen asleep. You probably fell asleep. <laughs> and I... Up, I thought it was going somewhere. I, I loved this movie. Yeah? I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. And for me, it's not necessarily distracting that you're seeing the actors age throughout the film. I thought mm. it was like just a brilliant part of the experience of the film. Like mm-hmm. you're literally watching this kid grow up into a young adult and mm-hmm. go off to college. And it's just it's just brilliant. I just I can't speak highly enough of this movie i can't believe he pulled it off well i like i obviously i didn't finish the film but (laughs) (laughs) uh but i think just the fact that he managed to kind of really have everyone buy into this film and and working on it over the course of so many years and just okay it's time to film again right this person's this age let's get after it and everyone's like it's it's pretty cool that someone has the kind of romantic vision yeah. to go after something like that. Awesome film, definitely worth seeing. Uh, moving on to the next film, yeah, mm-hmm. Black Klansman, Spike Lee, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Watched it, watch it. Was... Haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So this is another film that like got uh, lots of high praise. Uh, I watched it. Uh, I think there was like some moments in the movie where I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's the direction you chose to go. I think the story was yeah. fascinating. Like, the actual story. 
I think aspects of it were maybe seriously downplayed. Mm-hmm. Like just an um okay, I don't know if it'll it'll ruin the the thoughts behind it, but let's just say the like the evil bad guys in this film are not really portrayed as evil bad guys. But I think in a lot of people's eyes like these guys are as fucking evil as it gets. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're just kind of like portrayed as slack jawed just idiots and stuff. Like, ah, it's like, come on, let's I think you're kinda of taking the because the story it's such a serious story with so many tones that are kind of, you know, so relevant in today's day and age. Mm-hmm. But then the villain is almost portrayed as a cartoon. It's like, uh, do you want to go with... Like, I don't know if that was the right direction to go with it. Like, people aren't thinking about this as a cartoon right now. Right. Um, but definitely a film worth watching. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's another film I got to kind of work my way towards. The next film on the list is Boyhood. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Boyhood. We kind of talked about that already. I'm excited about the next uh, film on the list. Go ahead. Uh, eighth grade, Bo Burnham, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies. From have last you seen year. it? I have not. I didn't seen think, it. Oh, I, didn't think I would love gosh. it. I didn't think it, I would love it, but it's awesome. It had maybe one or two nominations in smaller categories at the Oscars, right? But it was quite underrated, and I wonder if it has to do with the distribution. Like they didn't have a massive distributor, but we watched it, and it was just. It was a it was a really good storyline. It was if I could compare it to something, it was almost like the ideas of the movie Thirteen, but not as heavy. Uh, and it had to literally just do with a girl in the eighth grade and all the pressures that she went through. Because it reminded me of what I went through in eighth grade it, but, or grade eight. But it Canadian. also there was no like <laughs> it was really real. It was, it was like really yeah, real. that's what it was like. There was no bullshit or. Just kind of goofy kind of things that are just kind of milked up and stuff. Like, this was like, it was as awkward as eighth grade was. Yes, you it feel it. So, you feel the awkwardness. So you feel the puberty. But it was so <laughs> authentic. It was like, yes, I remember being in that kind of... And, and also, it wasn't the just the cliche two people fall in love with each other at the end of it or the ugly duckling falls in love with this person or this or that. Like, it was just like, I don't know. I, I just... Hmm. Uh, did, did you get a John Hughes vibe from the movie at all? Because uh, the Richard Krause here de- uh, describing the film said it's kind of like a new John Hughes type feel mm. of an adolescent movie. I don't think it was a banger in the way that the, some of those John Hughes films were. Right. Just because they were so like... Iconic almost yeah. now at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. This was... I don't know. It was, it, was a, it was just kind of a different kind of feel that I think felt... Maybe maybe the John Hughes films were especially relevant for people going to high school in the eighties, right? Mm. And experiencing that thing with a bit of a, a very dramatic kind of flair. So this would still have the relevance for someone who's in eighth grade today, I imagine, right? Absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. or even someone you know in eighth grade in you know the late two thousands or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but not as you know, you see how huge like Instagram is and social media is, and the effect that it's having on these young kids and. This whole world of, you know, social interactions and mm-hmm. social media bullying and stuff like that. It's it's heavy to think about. Like, it could have probably been darker. It wasn't dark, but you know what I no, mean? No, it was very... There was innocence in the movie. Yeah. And, and I really like that. Because, again, if I compare it to 13, which was very heavy, and it took the same approach, but it went in it, uh, into the darker paths of when uh, young kids choose or don't make the right decisions. And this one was more like it kept the innocence of it because, uh, you know, it showed how like some kids aren't 
right or left or stuck in the middle. And right. I, I felt like that's what this was the, was the story. It was a slice of life, but it was really well done. Oh, okay. Very right. well done. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, the next movie is The Farewell, Lulu Wang, mm-hmm. 2019. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. <laughs> Tried to stream it last oh, night. That's right. Couldn't find like, it. Why do I but it's on my list. And I've... I've you know, I've I've been trying to. We were talking about reviews. I've actually I've stepped back from reading review, reviews because I don't want to be, be influenced. Too influenced, right? right? Yeah. I want to just come up with a, I like it or I don't. But from the little things that I've heard from people, it's been getting some good praise. I've just been hearing I really like the movie yeah. from so many people. Let, so. Me just, let me just point out one thing, and this is just a random thing. Um, I am a fan of nicknames. I am a, f- I am a fan of aliases. Aquafina is such a stupid <laughs> name. We have three <laughs> bottles of Aquafina. This is a delicious And we are not sponsored by Aquafina. It's, it's, uh, Aquafina, you are welcome to sponsor us. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and that we'll is both take, yeah. to the water beverage company. I'm, I'm no sponsor too open. small, no sponsor too big. I'm modeling this bottle even though there are no cameras right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm also throwing, uh, you know, even though I'm ripping your nickname, if the actress Aquafina wants to sponsor this podcast, that is also By very means, awesome. Yeah, we would love it. I do dis- highly dislike her name. Her name sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you prefer, Aquafina or Dasani? Oh, uh, Dasani. About, yeah, Dasani. I would take Dasani I'd, over I'd, Aquafina. I'd Dasani yeah. is like also a cool like R&B <laughs> name. Like, if Ashanti yeah. wants to change like her name to Dasani. Dasani, yeah, no I'll one would be upset it. about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next movie. Uh, the favorite, uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, 2018. And I think the uh, lead actress for this, Olivia Coleman, won uh, Best Actress at the Oscars mm-hmm. for this. I haven't seen it. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> I, ha- I also good, haven't though. seen it. It's supposed to be really good. The trailer the looked cool. Yeah. Like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, this definitely looks something, like, looks interesting. Um, Olivia Coleman, uh, Rachel Weisz, and Emma Stone are in it. I, it's because, if, why I didn't watch it, uh, and this is, goes back to, Rich, what you were saying in the beginning, like, I will watch almost every movie, but right. not everything. Because if it doesn't have my initial interest, then I'm just not going to watch it. And it's a time period piece. In all honesty, so nice. too, I have a little bit of a rebellious thing in me, too, where if everyone is saying you have to see this movie, I'm like, yeah. I can wait. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm Unless with, yeah. it's like in the wheelhouse that you really do. Right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like it, Star Wars, for example, exactly. just yeah. came out recently. Like, no matter what anyone says, I'm going to go see it. Did you see I it? I did go see okay, it. Okay, yes, so we, we can did. get into that. Want to save yeah. that for the very end? Absolutely. Okay, we'll Absolutely. save that for the okay. very end. Have you seen it as well? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're Star Wars nut. Are you? Or I'm not a nut. I'm like... Our brother, my brother. Both of our brothers are actually like stupid nuts. My brother okay, analyzed Okay, so you've been surrounded it. by Star Wars nuts all your life. Yeah, basically. but I'm like one of those people who... Because uh, I feel like you're a big fan, Rich. Oh, I love Luca, yeah. you're like, you know, you follow the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've watched all of them. I'm not following it closely. Right. I've just grew up with it, so I keep going to watch the movies. Well, on a side so, note, though, yeah. Star Wars is what made me love movies. Seeing it as a kid, mm-hmm. dating myself now for anybody listening, but seeing that in the theater, mind blown, 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 blown. So I was like... That, the experience of going to the theater, the smell of the popcorn, finding your seat... All of that, I think, started for me when I saw Star Wars and then other films at that time. But I I know people say I'd rather just watch the movie at home. There are some films you need to see mm, in yes. a theater. Like, yeah. you should go for the experience of seeing it in a theater. And, um, yeah, Star Wars just instilled a love of movies for me from, like, the jump. So, yeah, we can... 
end off with our <laughs> thoughts on ri- uh, whatever Rise of Skywalker. Is that what it was? The uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. The letdown of Skywalker. Yeah, there you go. What? Oh, yeah. The working the, title. The, the, the meh of Skywalker. <laughs> We're really teasing this. <laughs> the meh of Skywalker. Next. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the next movie, yeah. I'm just going to assume none of us watched this film. Sure. First reform. <laughs> Never heard of it. Next. Yeah, yeah so that's. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's well, Paul about Schrader, 2018. I'm sure it must be a good film. Who knows? But yeah, we can move on to because we didn't want our first episode to be too long, anyways. Very true. So let's move on to the next film, which is The Florida Project, mm-hmm. Sean Baker, it. 2017. Like Haven't seen it. Good flick. Really? Good movie. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. So you guys recommend this, it? This is a movie that is. Um, I, I really love it because I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Disney, but um, for different reasons. Right. Um, uh, they make good stuff like Star Wars, for example. But um, it's a fascinating movie because it has to do with, you know, when you think of that, uh, where's Disney? Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, California and Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's it's the Magic kin- Kingdom and all this great stuff happens. But the story has to do what happens right outside of Disney, and which is lots of people who are struggling and right. trying to get by on a day-to-day basis. And it also has to do with this kind of housing crisis of where people have nowhere to live, so people are resorting to motels. Oh, really? Okay. And it's a really good story. It it was interesting because, uh, I don't want to give it away, but the last, like, three minutes of the film were shot on an iPhone 8. Okay. <laughs> we need to establish yeah. a spoiler rule because I we think should. any film that's been over a year old, you guys should be able to, we should all be able to. Right? If it's within a year, seen it, so. I haven't seen it per se. Yeah, don't spoil it for me right now. But <laughs> going forward, I would think any movie that's over a year old, we shouldn't necessarily tiptoe around spoiling it for people listening, right? Here's also a question. Okay. <laughs> Does it, a movie that's like about a year, two years old, like I would say that this list is dominated by those films. Yeah. Am I wrong? By I recent was, movies? I was surprised yeah. by that, but that's probably recency bias on... Mr. Krause's part, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that kills me sometimes. Yeah, I, I as someone who's you know an aficionado is a paid aficionado. You know, let's get into some. I haven't seen one from like 2010 or 11 or yeah. Well, there's a couple coming up, maybe. So the next film is a Francis Ha, a Noah Bombach, 2012. So I haven't seen it. Okay, I think he directed the Marriage Story. Let me just confirm that. Yeah, I think you're right. Because awesome. that movie, one of my favorites from 2019. Get a confirmation right now. Googling, Googling. He there we did. go. In the meantime, yes, he did. Yeah. And he, and he, directed, uh, he directed Squid and the Whale, which is also a really good one hmm. uh, from 2005. A Marriage Story is a good flick. Francis Ha. It was a very well done movie. Must watch. Okay. Next movie is uh, Get Out, Jordan Peele, 2017. Classic. Yeah. Classic modern uh, horror. Yeah, I loved it. Um, Wasn't what I expected it to be. Uh, How did you guys feel about Us? Have you seen that? I haven't seen Us. No, was that Lupita? Yeah, Lupita, Jordan Peele's second film. Get Out was just across the board. Everybody loved it everything i found us to be a little more divisive in terms of people liking it and not liking it mm. some people getting it not getting it and there's a lot to not get watching us if you haven't seen it already but mm. um it's definitely a movie that i haven't been inspired to want to see again interesting I, I watched get out like at least three really three or four times I've i i liked get out's concepts yeah um was it the best movie did it deserve all the praise it got that year i would i would challenge that i don't yeah. 
disagree with you on that. I think they also got swept up in the love of the public loving it so much mm. that I think they also wanted to say it's one of the best films. But it was still super original. I, I don't want to call it a horror movie, though. I think it was a disservice to get out by calling it a horror movie because mm. it's more of a psychological thriller. Thriller, oh, yeah. Thriller. Than, than I would say it's a horror movie because when I thought it was a horror movie when it first came out, I was reluctant to go see it. I'm not necessarily <laughs> yeah. rushing off to go see. Yeah. The better a movie is if it's a horror movie, if it's like, whatever, 99% on Rotten Tomatoes and it's a horror movie, that means it's got to be super horrific, right? Mm. Like, that's the whole point of it. So... That's even more of a reluctant, like, I really got to work up my courage to go see a scary film. Yeah. So I waited a while before I went and saw Get Out, and it wasn't, like, there's minimal gore, not a lot of jump scares per se, but it's definitely a very intense movie. I will say that some of the concepts in the film are pretty horrifying. Like, just, like... Would you call it a horror movie, though? No, I agree with you more with the psychological thriller, but just like Jesus Christ, just when like okay, spoiler spoiler alert, spoiler yeah. alert. I think spoiler. everybody has seen it. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Like when he's like operating on people, and it's just like holy, and he's just fucking. I don't know, like uh, removing the burn. I don't know. My God, yeah. like it's so fucked. Yeah, that's so insane. <laughs> yeah, like it's holy cow, it's so disturbing. Yeah, that's a good flick. And, you know, actually, good good for how far it went, though, because it did get a lot of Oscar nominations. And that was probably one of the first movies of that genre, or classified as that genre, to get that far. Um, and and I think in that way, it broke so many barriers. And it was, it was so nice to see. It was the year that there was a horror movie and a sci-fi movie, both in Best Picture category. Because it was Shape of Water was the other movie. Oh, um, yeah. and that was that that was groundbreaking. I think I like Shape of Water. So in a, a way, I I'm like good that a horror movie got in. Someone That's true. had to someone because had to break it. It's always horror, sci-fi, and comedy. Somewhat. That comedy always never gets, gets, yeah. never gets. Got the second but cousin treatment. Yeah. If we can just no, that that'd just be too much of a rant. But when was the last time you saw a like a fantastic comedic film? That's a good like question. A you know, knockout, just like you're dying of laughter. Unbelievable that you would say that because I was thinking about that today in lieu of us about to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me think of my favorite sci-fi movies, favorite genres, whatever, and I can't think of what my favorite comedy is. Like, mm-hmm. especially, and I was trying to think of the most recent comedies that I've liked. The first movie I can think of is The Hangover. And that was like how that long was ago? Good. Yeah, that was, I a think that was, was ten years ago. It was just funnier yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like it's just everyone was said it was hilarious. You got to go see it, and I saw it, and I was like, yeah, this movie yeah. is hilarious. But I find it's really hard to put out a good comedy. You said that you thought it was super funny, or it too. Oh, it's chapter two was hilarious. It's not supposed to be, is it? I. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I think with chapter two, they they went in and were like. Like, if you look at the cast, like, they got Bill Hader, and, like, the kids were really funny, and so they really just, they were, they went full on with the comedy as opposed to the horror side of it, because even in the scare, I'm doing quotes, scary scenes, as soon as they happened, like, not even a second later, I was dying of laughter. I was laughing. The whole crowd was laughing. I don't think they were going for that. I love it. Have you seen either New It? No. 
No. No. Oh, God. Yeah, you both have. You yeah. haven't seen no, it. I'm a scaredy cat. Oh, yeah, God. I'm a, I'm a total so chicken good. shit. Like, but absolutely. I, I do. I, sh- I probably should watch them at home because I, I really, as campy and cheesy as I was, I really did enjoy the first one be- right. just because Tim Curry was, like, crazy good. But it was a made for TV movie at yeah. that time. And so it was I re- early 90s. So I did watch that yeah. when it came out on TV, mm-hmm. but I can barely remember it. And I just remember the clown being in the sewer and all that stuff. But. The new updated one just looked super horrifying, especially the first one. Like they, everyone said it's scary as shit, and I was yeah. like, okay, well then now I really got to work up the courage to watch it. It's not that bad, is it? I watch it. The first <laughs> one, there's one scene that uh, I just remember watching it, and I guess I had leaned forward to drink my coke, and as I was going back, I was like, <gasps> and then I fell all the way down into my seat and it was a bad fall because it was one of the VIP seats. It was the first time I ever did a VIP movie. Okay. Like the big seats. And it was yeah. a long fall down. Oh, wow. But it was hilarious. It was it was it was really well done. I must say the thing that I hate from this decade, because we're talking about movies from the decade, um, are the the reboots and the remakes, oh, yeah. but this was one that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, we might have to dedicate I'm, a whole episode of just shitting on remakes mm, and reboots. That's probably my like my big thumbs down of this entire decade. Mm-hmm. Remaking every fucking classic yeah. film possible, and the remakes of the remakes. What's oh. that about? And, like, who's the audience that you're looking for? Like, doing a remake of Charlie's Angels, for example, oh. perfect example. Like that show was popular in the seventies. Who like they already did a reboot of it once with uh, Cameron Diaz and yeah. Lucy, Lucy Liu and all those guys and everything more. that didn't even do all that great from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Why would you try again now with even like less actors? Know, like, like, you're who's right. Like who's the audience? Like who's the audience for for yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. But that goes for television as well. Yeah. But let's move on. That's move, yeah. yeah. That, you're right. That could be a whole new. Yeah. Uh, and we wanted to keep this first episode somewhat short for our introduction <laughs> of people getting to know us. But this is I'm enjoying this. But uh, the next one, Inception, Christopher Nolan, 2010. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. I adore that movie. I think so much. I've I've seen it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I, it's a blur. What did you find in terms of the criticism that you always heard from people about it? I think that I remember going to the film thinking that I would find it very complicated right. and complex. And that's what people I always found said. They sound, they said it was too complicated. And I remember me and some friends, we you know indulged in some now legal herbal uh, medicine before <laughs> the movie. And I thought, oh, you know what? Maybe this is going to just completely like yeah. zang me, like just like not get me into Ruin the movie, movie. for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm just not going to be in a good space. Uh, or I'm just going to be confused. I literally fell head over heels, and I understood everything that yeah. was going on. It was amazing. You want to just uh, what's your theory on the end? Is he awake or asleep? <laughs> I think I think it's okay. So spoiler, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> 2010. I know it's true. Um, I think it's I think it's good not to know. I think it was the perfect ending. Do you have keep, a... Keep it a mystery. I can't remember the movie. Oh, okay, I can't remember it. I remember, I, I, I remember I the crowd just like falling over when they, they I'm cut telling that you, scene. I think he's asleep still. Yeah, that's I a good I think shot. he's totally asleep. I, uh, we, again, go too long. We might have to uh, talk about it again in the future. But, um, yeah, his uh, totem, his yeah. symbol thing, yeah, that's the clue to me that um, he was still asleep at the end. But let's move on. The next film, Lady Bird. <sighs> Greta Gerwig, 2017, and from the side from Andy, I I'm gonna say, hate I seen it. this movie. It gets me so angry. I watched it in theaters last year, 
And I remember slamming my hands down, being like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I wanted my money back. This was a slice of life movie. But it's the slice of life you don't care for. Oh, okay. So you're I'm not sorry. selling it right I'm now. Sorry, Greta, Greta no. Gerwig. I feel bad. She was like the only female director nominated that year, but I also don't care because I'm not about the pittiness. But right. um, like, no, no. It got really? so much praise. What would they pay people off? You know what you make me feel like this is? Like the English patient type thing where <laughs> it got all this praise. You're like Elaine you from it, Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You don't like the movie? Yeah. I hate no, it. I hate it. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Guys, I, Lady Bird, no. I don't recommend it. Please okay. do not waste your time. Oh, wow. There you go. Let's move on to the <laughs> next one. Okay. <laughs> The Lighthouse. This is a movie I want to Me see too. that I, I really haven't seen. Robert Eggers, it. 2019. There's something about this movie that just from the trailer I've seen of it and just little bits and pieces looks super intriguing to me. Yeah. Visually, it's right up my alley. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah, okay. Although Willem Dafoe is in it. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson Ro- as well. Yeah. As in the the vampire guy, right? See, that's okay. Can we on the side note now, since mm-hmm. you said that he is a good actor. Oh, he is. <laughs> he is, but people want to just keep on attaching the um, what's Twilight. The, the, vampire the Twilight guy. thing yeah. on him. I think he was that was a lot of people's first impression of him mm-hmm. as an actor. I don't know why you guys don't remember him from Harry Potter. That's cool. You've never seen Harry Potter. Okay. Sorry, Cedric, everyone. The Goblet of Fire. Cedric yeah. Diggory. Yeah, he was in the Harry Goblet of Fire. And um, yeah, he's a good actor, and he was just recently announced as uh, being the lead now for the Batman film. Matt Reeves' Batman that's coming I've out in 2021. Super excited for that as well. But people freaked out when they heard that it was going to be Robert Pattinson as the lead, and they were like, oh, the Twilight guy. That's what they would say, <laughs> the Twilight guy. And I was like, you guys, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's a good actor. And he's actually going to be in the new Chris Nolan uh, film coming out, Tenet. Um, the trailer just dropped a okay. week ago and stuff, too. So, um, yeah, the, the next film... Mad Max, Fury Road, George Miller, 2015. I haven't seen it. I heard it's amazing. You've seen it? I've watched it one million times. I've watched this movie. This movie is one of the greatest action movies you will ever watch in your life, hands down, period. I I love Charlize Theron. Oh, she's she's a tour de force in this movie. is so good. Yeah, Mad Max, uh, Fury Road, it was way better than I thought it would be. I didn't think George Miller could actually make another good Mad Max film after so much time between them. And I would actually honestly say, too, that this could arguably be the greatest action movie of all time. Wow. Whoa. I gotta watch it. Honestly, I would say, and part the reason why I say that, and it might sound like a hot take or hyperbolic to say that, but for an action movie to be considered a good action movie it should get your heart racing somewhat right Mm. i challenge anybody to put like a heart monitor up to an audience watching this versus any (laughs) other action movie and you tell me if their hearts aren't racing watching it it in theaters i really regret not watching it in theaters yeah it's it's one of the greatest action movies of all time anybody that tries to shit on this movie i have nothing for you man like i got nothing for you get out of my life it's phenomenal it is it's yeah i can't speak highly enough of that movie i think the next movie we've all seen Moonlight? Yeah? Have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. What? Because that was one of those movies where oh. everyone was like, you have to see it. And I was like, I'll wait. And, and it just never happened. <laughs> and it just ne- <laughs> okay, it's one of those movies. Okay, we'll probably get into this one day. But I find that especially, okay, we're looking at the past decade. I think when we're looking at a list like this, when we're going through these movies, we also have to ask ourselves, are these movies... Okay, you mentioned Mad Max, but with that exception. But are these movies 
going to be movies we watch again. And are That's they going to be point. considered classics right. one day? Right, 10 years from now. Now, Moonlight um, won Best Picture that year. That was No, the... it didn't. It was supposed to win. That's the year that win. thing won no, instead. It, it no, it did win. They made the mistake with La La Land. La La Land. They made the mistake announcing La La Land, and then they, it was yeah. actually yeah, Moonlight that they gave it to. But I haven't seen it. It had so it much. It seems traction. like an over. Yeah. Is it an over? It's a little bit overrated, yeah. but I must say, I'll, I'll tell you this. Barry Jenkins, 2016, by the way. But 2016. Yeah. It was a good movie. I did like it. It was a timeline movie, but there was two. You know, when you do a timeline of a childhood, teenhood, adulthood, you have so little time to tell each story. So you're cramming so much into two hours that you're. You're missing parts. You, you as an audience member, you want to hear more. You're kind of like, what? Like this was just wrapped up too quickly. So that kind of thing happens. But you know what? For a movie, just as itself, as a as a story of this man, I liked it. It was good. Now, is it a? Would I watch it again? Probably not. But mm. I would. I, that year, I was recommending it to people. It was, you know, it was a movie uh, compared to the other ones. I'm just really glad La La Land didn't get it. Um, Do you like musicals? I'm not big on musicals. I kind of no. want to watch La La Land because I love that director. He did Whiplash, which is a movie your mom wants to watch. Whip- and she's begging to watch <laughs> Whiplash it. Whiplash like, really? is so okay. good. Um, Moonlight, I'll, I'll say this. I, I think I don't think it's overrated. I think it's a one-watcher. Yeah. Like you watch it once. I'm like, okay, that was a pretty interesting movie. I think the story is... You're right. It, it, it's kind of like dreamy and atmospheric in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think visually it's fantastic. Visually, yes. Uh, soundtrack's excellent. Uh, I don't know if Mahershala Ali should have won Best Supporting no. Actor. That was going to be my question to you guys. He's in, in it for like... I love, I love Mahershala Ali. He's one yeah. of my favorite actors. He uh, brings a lot of gravitas to whatever role yeah. he's playing. True yeah. Detective Season 3, even though I didn't love... I didn't love that season, though I liked it. He was like unreal he's such a good actor but he was in the movie for like 30 seconds and got an oscar for it and he got an oscar mm-hmm. for it there you go um, and he really took off he was the one actor so from yeah, that movie hey. who went skyrocketed like he A-list, the main character right the yeah. i don't think anyone knows the main character like what did he do after i can't remember he was good though i liked <laughs> but I, him definitely but they definitely didn't check get it out. the it was a cool movie. Okay. yeah uh <gasps> next this next movie yes once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. Quentin Tarantino, my, 2019. My favorite of it this year. Okay. For sure. Probably my favorite, too. I would say my number one spot goes to Quentin. I don't Quentin's know movie. if it's... Like, of if, this year. If we're going to say, like, best 20 of the decade... Don't yeah. get me wrong, but again, when you're trying to compile a list of the 10 years, I'm not sure if this should have made it, if there mm. were other films, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Obviously, it's very subjective. But I think we will be talking about this film when we do our Oscars episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have uh, you seen it? Yes. Yeah, yeah you've seen, I okay, have so seen we've it. We've all seen we've it. We've all seen it. I loved okay. it. I don't know what people were expecting as to why they shit on it. But yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know why. What were you expecting? I thought I, it, it beat my expectations. So everyone was like, "Oh, this wasn't a Quentin Tarantino film," but it's like, well, actually, it, it was, and. The fact that it was not predictable was what made it a I Quentin Tarantino film. I thought it was one of his film. best films. I thought it was I one of his so, most yeah. mature kind of stories. And I Clever. thought Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio was hilarious. So he good. Was amazing. He was like amazingly funny in this movie. Have I ever told you I hate Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> hate the guy. No, he was, he was he, excellent in this movie. He normally, he to me, is a very 
replaceable role. Oh, okay. Okay. But and I was talking about how much I didn't like him going into the theater, and I'm like, fine, I'll sit two and a half hours watching him. Watched him. He redeemed himself wow, for me. Wow. I, I he was excellent. Leo, if you're ever listening to this, you never have to redeem yourself, buddy. You've been <laughs> you've been stellar for quite some time. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> Next, <laughs> Next film is Paddington Two. What is what? Who was talking about this movie, Paddington Two? I don't know. Paddington Maybe two, this guy know. is a uh, teddy Paul bear King, fetish. 2017. Who knows what's going on? Now, the next movie I know you guys have seen, which I haven't, but <laughs> he didn't even waste a second on Paddington Two. <laughs> like next, <laughs> what is it? Uh, is it like that Paddington? Paddington yeah, bear. yeah, whatever. Moving on, sure. Parasite. Awesome. Oh yeah, Bong Joon Ho, uh, 2019. Now I haven't seen this. You guys have seen it. Mm-hmm. You would recommend it. Highly recommend yeah, it. I've definitely. seen it two times. You've seen it? Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah. I've been seeing, because we're at the end of the year now, so I've been seeing a ton of best films of the year list, and it has been on every mm-hmm. single list that I've seen. Some people have even said it's a damn near perfect movie. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Um, no. I don't think it's a perfect movie. But no, he said damn near. Oh, damn near. I don't <laughs> even think it's a damn near perfect movie. I just think mm-hmm. it's a... And the way that Get Out was a total, like, boom right. to your brain... Uh, and the way that, yeah, uh, Inception was a total just like mind opener. Parasite was like that for you as well. It just blew my mind. Wow. Like, I did not expect anything to happen in that. What happened, I did not expect. Okay. So, but, but this is the thing. What I was taking in, I was enjoying a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all oh, this is great. This is really good. And then, boosh. It just flipped Who on knows you? what the fuck happened after that? I haven't seen a movie... Like, okay, damn near perfect. Yeah, I would describe it that way. Because I would say 95% it was great. That's a pretty high grade, I think. Yeah, (laughs) I normally don't give that Nobody's ever upset with getting a 95 on anything. So, yeah. Because, you know, there's always going to be parts of a movie where you're like, ah, you know, they could have done this or whatever. This was so well written for an original story. I don't think it was based off of a book or anything or adapted. I can't even remember the last time I've, like, watched an original story. You know, maybe the Quentin Tarantino one, there's that. But he was still taking parts of, uh, you know, he fabricates history or whatever. But, no, this is an original story. And I haven't seen that in a long time. And I really appreciated that because it was like reading a book. It was like, where are we going? Next page you're flipping. And it was also, it touched every kind of human element. Mm. It was ta- It was hu- humorous. It was dramatic it was kind of scary at some points and it was like oh by the way it has nothing to do with parasites so watch the right, movie right. don't worry it's yeah, nothing no to bugs. do with that there's no bugs in the but there's there's a metaphor of it yeah definitely with Lots the title but it was like i i don't even want to talk about it much because i just want people to go see it because i want people to be the ones to judge it all right yeah let's move on to the next movie oh yes the social network David Fincher, 2010. Mm. There you go. Something a little further back in the decade. Um, this Ex- movie, excellent, excellent movie. Yeah, there's I no complaints about this movie whatsoever. I just wonder how much they embellished on what really happened versus what we saw in the film. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, I think what we definitely know is that Mark Zuckerberg is a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 he is, if, if you haven't figured that out by now, yeah. Soundtrack is fantastic. Oh, Trent Reznor did and, it. And Atticus Ross. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an excellent soundtrack. Excellent. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, the guy who's the guy the man uh, jesse eisenberg jesse eisenberg mm-hmm. i'm also convinced he's like that in real life i'm just so convinced he's an asshole <laughs> a um, condescending asshole. i don't really like yeah. him in other movies no i can only see yeah. him as mark zuckerberg did you not like zombie land 
I like oh, that's the thing. Land, I like yeah. Zombie Land. He's kind of an ass but, in that. But he's yeah. kind of the yeah. same. He character. actually, I would he's actually say like a, that he's pretty much sort of like the same yeah. character in every movie yeah. that he plays. Sort of, kind of, he can't get away from his own personality a bit in that regard, right? His mm-hmm. mannerisms and just the way he speaks yeah. and everything. It's so. like a Michael Sarah kind I liked of thing. Also, you know, what was it called? Adventureland, or what was the name of that theme park movie? I think it was Adventureland. Something like that. Uh, that was not bad. Yeah, I guess I do like him in a couple of movies. But <laughs> yeah, maybe three movies is the maximum amount I can take him. I think this next movie, we might all agree that it was probably the best movie of 2018. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite Spider-Man movie Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that movie yeah. was yeah. amazing. I, th- mm-hmm. I didn't see it in the theater. I wish I did, though. Oh, yeah. I, I Yeah, I... You're right. Like, I would have recommended it on the big screen. However, I think I watched it in 3D, and I hate 3D. Yeah, I'm but, not a fan uh, of 3D. I think that was the only movie I've ever seen in 3D where it was like, yep, I got it. But it made sense, yeah. For me, a huge Spider-Man fan is the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And it's, like, I think the first Tobey Maguire is a few leagues underneath it right. and then it's just like a free fall after that <laughs> right I, I would actually I would have said um, Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie of all time uh, Sam Raimi's after that it gets a little harder um, Far From Home was okay but mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse to me is probably the second and to take such so a well complicated Spider-Man story and yeah. idea yeah. Mm-hmm. and just have people just like oh my god yeah. like yes mm-hmm. I'm in it was amazing I was blown away by it I yeah. absolutely was blown away uh, we're pretty much at the end of the thing now we only have three movies left so Tony um, Erdman goodbye yeah, we the, need to talk about Kevin never heard of never it never heard of it next <laughs> now the next movie you guys yeah. Whiplash I haven't watched this yet myself but you guys have seen Whiplash Excellent. Excellent. Uh, J.K. Simmons is unreal in that film. Speaking yeah. of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, How's Miles Teller? He's really good in it as well. The soundtrack's unreal. Uh, yeah, definitely. Storyline. Um, the filming, the direction, I thought, was amazing. Yeah. It's funny because, like, there are some movies where you can see the direction. Does that make sense? Like, you can see the director's vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like and Birdman. Yeah, yeah, right? Or or let's say tw- uh, Tarantino. You know, there's yeah. the style really comes out and I think that was a movie that was everything. And it took its time and it really used sound because it has to do with like music right. and jazz drummer and all that stuff and it it really utilized silence. Like silence is one of those things where you could you know, like we all have a radio background and a second could be like the longest second of your life or it could be so crucial to a moment hmm. and capturing a feeling. And that's what that movie was, hmm. I think. I like it. Mom. Not overrated by any means. No, no I think cool. underrated. I don't, I, you know, it's one of those movies it was talked about, but not as much as the other movies from that year. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, definitely. It needed more praise. Def- I, I would think. say a, definitely a, a best movie of the decade. Hmm. Not the best movie, just no. in that category. It's on the list. Okay. Yeah. And the last movie on the list is The Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese, 2013. Overrated. Haven't seen it, but I heard it's excellent. Uh, I, I don't know. Like it's it's cool. It's interesting. <laughs> it's a little too long. That's all. It's, that's the only thing I'll say. It's, it's like, like six hours. Long. <laughs> it's three. No, hours, no, no. It's three hours. But it felt long to me watching it, and that's never a good sign. If you're going to be a long movie, I should be saying I can't believe it was over so quickly, even though it was three hours. True. When you actually feel that a lot of time has passed then that's never a good sign for me. That means maybe you could have trimmed off maybe 20 minutes here or there or something. That's kind of been... Yeah. Have you seen The Irishman? Not yet, no. And I'm surprised <laughs> that hours. The Irishman was not on this list. I, the way every critic is, like, losing their minds over mm-hmm. it. That is a B... Like, not a B movie, but I gave it a B. 
but it's so fucking long. <laughs> Holy man. I don't know how I didn't fall asleep. I was at home. I, I know didn't why you didn't fall asleep. Why? Because you had a well, you, some aid. Usually if I'm yeah, if I'm smoking something then yeah. like I okay, I need to use this cuz it'll help me appreciate the movie more. Right. Um and I did and yeah, I guess yeah, it kept me awake. But holy man, it was, uh, <laughs> like I wish I fell asleep. Yeah, I wish I did. Okay, so let's do. I have a pretty interesting list here: mm-hmm. best movies of 2010s, and some that might not be on that list. Sure. Uh, one that I haven't seen, but I've only heard fantastic things about, is Toy Story Three. Oh, I haven't seen any of the Toy Story movies. Me neither. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, I've yeah, been. You, in you're no, not. You're not big on Pixar, right? Not necessarily, but again, it was one of those things where it was like eh, i can see it eventually there's no rush <laughs> it to see it happened. and then it turned into the sequel or treat or a trilogy i should say and now they just did a fourth one i think that came out that was yeah. also highly rated yeah. like like critics loved it and the whole nine but again i'm like yo what's with the toy story movies i don't understand but that's like me and i mentioned earlier and we said it so quickly uh haven't seen harry potter any of them any of them okay but Have you i read do, any of the books i read uh like two books okay when I was younger. And, and I, I will explain my reasoning. I gave it a chance. I went to the theater. I was, I was a kid at that time. And I went to the theater every weekend for six weeks. And it was sold out every time. And I said, screw it. I'm never watching it. Never have. That was my thing with Avatar. Mm. Yeah, mm. it took me weeks to get into the theater to see Avatar. Yeah? Yeah. It, it, was, kept, it was always sold out. See? We could go at a different time of the day, still sold out. Yeah. So I'll throw a bunch at you. Give me a yay or nay. Okay. Uh, Interstellar. Yay. Yay. Absolutely. Yay. Yay. Love the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. Black Swan 2010. Haven't seen it. Mm, yeah, sure. Yay. I good. really love this one. I'm a big Coen Brothers head. Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. I like that movie a so lot. Really. Cool. But I'm a big Coen Brothers person mm. myself as well, too. Uh, C- Miller's Crossing is like one of the greatest films of all time for me. Like, it's in my top five. Absolutely. Wow. That's one Coen Brothers movie I've never seen. Right. Like, I a lot really of, you know what, a lot that. of people have not seen it and That's it's like just kind of first one, right? Flew under the radar for a lot of people. One of my good friends of mine was like, "Have you seen Miller's Crossing? If you love Coen Brothers movies." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No." And I wa- it's definitely if you're a Coen Brothers yeah, person, I, you definitely got to take Miller's that. Crossing. Anybody mm-hmm. else out there listening as well too. It's so good. Uh here's I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I don't know if you've ever talked about it. We might have uh, Roma. Roma. No. Oh. <laughs> Dandy. I wanted that intro- yeah. I wanted that reaction. <laughs> no. No. I haven't I, seen it. Oh but oh, Andy okay. does not make me want to see it. Two years ago, Lady Bird pissed me off. Last year, Roma pissed me off. No. I'm going to bring like, up two no. movies. I'm shocked that neither was on that list, though. You know, with Richard Krauss, it's not the fucking beginning and end all sure. of, of film. <laughs> uh, I'm shocked that. Guardians of the Galaxy is not on that list. Oh, okay. And I'm shocked that Black Panther's not on that list. Endgame wasn't on the list. I haven't seen it. Oh, Endgame was awesome. Yeah, it's, no, that's it's the greatest comic book movie of all time. Yeah. So we should wrap up the conversation, but we should touch now on Star Wars. <laughs> yes, this is the... Uh, <sighs> what did I say the uh, working title was? I don't know. Shit of the Skywalker. <laughs> that I the letdown. Hated that Skywalker. fucking movie. Okay, so you hated it. Yeah, I, I didn't. Was so disappointed. I was disappointed. I was bored. Bored it is a good word. Didn't really 
do anything for me. Like I saw the bits that they were trying to do for the fan service type stuff. Mm-hmm. Little insulting actually to a Star Wars fan that it was. I, and I think it was an overreaction to how much people hated um, oh, the yeah. last one. Yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah, you know, so not good. It's probably one of the worst Star Wars movies of all time. I've uh, heard about some massive Star Wars fans ranking this one, like the newer ones, this one as the top, and then Rogue One right after. Rogue One was cool. Which I most, I would think Rogue One first, or uh, Force Awakens. I like Force Awakens the most, even though out of the last set of the 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 new new movies that have come out recently, and it was super fan service. It was basically New Hope a little bit. That's exactly mm -hmm. it. Hits all the same beats as a New Hope, but it it was so it was like so comforting and just it was just fun to see the Millennium Falcon on the screen Mm -hmm. again and all that good stuff. But yeah, the rise of the Skywalker for what was supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga and. All that was. I'm Ray Skywalker. Shit. Spoilers! Oh, spoilers! 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 spoilers, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was. It was not good. No. Um, I, I felt, don't know. I felt bad just because they had so many interesting characters in that first film that they just completely fucked over in the next two films. And, like, but they didn't do anything to make you like these that's characters. What I'm like, no. yeah. Ray is barely likable. No. Like, yeah. there's nothing really for you to root for her in any way. There's no, nothing to identify it's, with either. Yeah, same thing with Poe and Finn as Finn, well. They, they completely yeah, shit on in I the know. second movie. Like, yeah, go on this useless journey. Yeah, the, oh, and then yeah. Rose, they literally gave her a line in this one saying, sorry guys, yeah. I'm told to stay back, <laughs> yeah. so I'll see you later. I, I'm not good enough right. the rest everyone of the hated me in the last movie oh, so they're writing me out of yeah so <laughs> if by the time you're listening to this if you're a star wars fan Don't watch the mandalorian yeah. have you have you been watching the mandalorian oh, man it's amazing yeah. it's so good they they found a way to encapsulate the spirit of star wars from the first three films yeah. whatever mm-hmm. the 70s to early 80s that that's what I feel when I watch The Mandalorian. That like that I never felt with Phantom Menace or mm. you know Attack of the Clones and all that. And I haven't. I kind of felt it a bit with Force Awakens. And then Last Jedi was horrible. This last Rise of Skywalker was mad. The Mandalorian. I really get that Star Wars yeah. feel mm. of it. It you know? feel for me like it, it has that feel. The dynamics of it are awesome. It just goes from zero to 60 out of nowhere. It has this Western feel. It has like an anime, like Outlaw Star feel to it. It's just so... And again, you know what? Sure, Disney fucked these two movies up. (laughs) But Baby Yoda, genius merchandise. Everybody's going to have Mm -hmm. a fucking Baby Yoda shirt. Yeah, as soon as they start dropping the merchandise for that. Everything. So if you are a Star Wars fan out there and you need that Star Wars fix, don't get it from the Rise of the Skywalker. Watch The Mandalorian. (laughs) Don't waste your time with that trilogy. And also, I guess, take in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Yeah, a friend of mine was recommending that, too. Mm -hmm. A buddy of big Star Wars. Your brother, he recommends it. My brother is. My buddy, shout-outs to Shane. Yeah. Spade, um, he he really is really fun of that as well. He likes it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it, guys. We could literally shit on that movie <laughs> for hours. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll do it another time, right? In the so new year. In the new year. Yeah, we'll be back. It's uh, you know, just, what less than twenty four hours or almost twenty four hours yeah. till the next decade. But there's gonna be a lot of great movies we're gonna be talking about. Um, we are leading up into the Oscars and award season. So we're going to be talking about lots of great movies that came out in 2019, lots of shitty movies that came out in 2019, lots of movies that are going to come out. But also we're going to reflect on some classics and movies that 
we have yet to see. And as you can see, there's a lot of movies that we yeah, haven't so seen. So many movies. Yeah. And if you have any recommendations for us, email us and let us know, and we'll give out all that information eventually. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this has been the Honey Wagon Podcast with Andy, Rich, and Lou. Stay tuned every week uh, for a new upload on the show, and we'll also figure out when those are coming out. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year.